Hey guys, and welcome to the Abundance Alchemist podcast. I'm Caitlin Dorsey, an Abundance Alchemist, animal lover, trauma survivor to thriver, mindset expert, self-love junkie, and author. This is the place to be to grab those powerful tools, ideas, and inspiration to make lasting changes in yourself and your life. No more waiting, my friends, because it's time to show up unapologetically, radiate that confidence, and create a life you absolutely love. Time to buckle up and dive on in. Hello, my high-vibing friends. I'm so excited you're here. I wanted to just kind of go over something really quick, just a quick kind of episode today. It's just been kind of weighing on my heart. And I wanted to jump on and chat with how we can make a difference and really, you know, move forward together in this. So um really where we're going to start is kind of this idea of the collective consciousness is coming up a lot, right? Connecting to each other, really raising our vibration, stepping into kind of like this new time. Um, that's really like, we don't know, you know, um, a lot of what's going on in the world is very unsure. So we're really being asked to come together, but yet so much of what's going on in society is really kind of doing the opposite, right? We're just pulling apart even more, whether it's with politics or COVID. I mean, there's so many different things that are just outside of our control that are really weighing on us. And so I think what we need to really jump into is this idea that when we are looking at connecting, we often look in like an external view. We look at, well, I can't connect with that person because their idea is different than mine, or how could they believe that they're so ridiculous or uneducated about the facts or whatever it is. But we don't stop and dive into where true like collective consciousness comes from, which is from within. And this idea, like I said, has been weighing on my heart because I've heard kind of a lot of chat about like, as you know, the new age stuff has started to really be more accepted, which is amazing. I think we've kind of shifted into this like right or wrong view. And we've, I've been hearing a lot about like the third dimension and the fifth dimension and how, you know, the third dimension is bad. And we're trying to get out of the third dimension or it's become like having language around of like, oh, they're so stuck in the third dimension. And we're not embracing that. And again, it's just another aspect that we're separating ourselves. We're like compartmentalizing one aspect of ourselves, And this is not a new concept, right? We do this with, you know, our career. It's like, oh, I'm a abundance alchemist and an animal communicator. I'm, you know, uh, alumni coordinator. I'm a, um, a wife, a friend, a sister, a daughter. Like I'm, I have all these labels, right? And so it's easy for us to compartmentalize or look at ourselves in those sections of being different when we're in that place. But the truth is we're not right. Like those are all parts of ourselves and we don't, we're not a completely different person in our career. Yes. Different aspects of ourselves do change. We're mold to the people we're around. A lot of people like to say like, Oh, I don't change around anybody, but the truth is we all do because that's human nature, right? Even if it's the slightest shift, we do change, whether it's how we talk our language our body language, whatever it is, it's because we have that basic human need of wanting to be fully accepted and wanting to be liked and really kind of wanting this peace and love. And that's part of why we go into this place of like the collective consciousness is something that we really understand is super powerful. And all of us being connected is incredible. But again, going back to this idea of like the third dimension and fifth dimension, I, sorry, I keep stumbling over those words, but Let's break that down first. So, uh, with the third dimension, that's really like our human experience, like ourselves as humans, our day to day lives. 
The fourth dimension is really where like our thoughts and our emotions hang out, right? And then our fifth dimension selves is like our higher self, our spirit, um, you know, like pure love, pure light, whatever kind of like your, you go into that space of like really a, high, a connection with your higher power. And so it makes sense that the third dimension self is looked at in a kind of like a negative or lacking way, right? We're like, oh, they're just getting bogged down in the third dimension. And you'll hear me talk about like, you're getting bogged down in like the tasks of daily life. And so a lot of times that's when we're referring to third dimensional self. And then with fifth dimensional self, you'll hear people talk a lot about like, this is when you meditate and you're really in a pure state with yourself and that's where your power is. And this is all very true in that sense. However, they're not separate because we're not, we're not separate, right? We're, we are, whether, which way, stumbling again, whatever way you look at it, if you are a human if you are a spirit, you're still together. We're, we're spiritual beings living a human existence. We're humans trying to figure out our spirituality. Like whatever way you look at it, we're still connected. You can't separate any of it. We can't separate sections of ourselves. And I was having this conversation the other day with someone and, you know, they were saying like, well, you have to be in your fifth dimensional space because that's when like you're meditating and you can, you know, manifest. And that's when you get to, you know, going even further, like into reincarnation, like you have better options. And if you're more in your fifth dimensional self and you're more in the new age, then you have, you can choose like a better life when you come back. And whether you believe in that stuff or not, that's all great and awesome. But for me, I had to take a step back and say, well, hold on. But then I'm taking my human existence and experience for granted. I'm not looking at I'm looking at this being, you know, like, oh, I just don't want to go through the day-to-day tasks of life or, you know, I need to focus on my spirit rather than my human experience. And I said to that person, I said, well, yes, you can be in your fifth dimension, but can you tell me that your third dimensional self is having nothing to do with you at that time? And they said, well, yeah, because I'm meditating. So I'm in my, I'm in, you know, I'm in connection with my spirit. I'm in, uh, you know, the fifth dimensional space. And I said, right, but did you make a conscious decision? to meditate? Did you make a conscious decision in your physical body with your brain to allow you to do that? And they said, yes, I did, but I'm still going in the fifth dimension. I said, yeah, but do you see how they're not separate? You have to be actively showing up in your life and making a choice to even engage with the fifth dimension. And the third dimension is not a place of lack or you know, negativity, which again, it bothers me that we use a lot of language of like, oh, so stuck in the third dimension or that person's just in their distortions. It really bothers me when people use that language because it's first of all, looking like other people are below you or not doing their work. And second of all, it really looks at this place of the third dimension is a bad place to be. And so this whole thing is not to say that being in the fifth dimension is bad, being in the fourth dimension is bad, being in the third dimension is bad, or, you know, separating different aspects of your identity. Like we talked about earlier with, you know, the job and the career and different things, but rather that we have to look at ourselves in this holistic space. We have to look at ourselves in this holistic view that we are, because we are a spirit. We are a human. We are a, um, daughter, a mother, a sister, a brother, a father, like whatever it is that you're identifying with. Yes, you are all those things, but at your core, you're still the same person in all of those things. And so with moving through and embracing 
yes, I'm a human. And yes, I can bring aspects of, you know, going into the collective consciousness with meditation and, you know, doing all these beautiful things to help me grow and really connect with myself, but be really careful about the perspective that you're taking and the perception you're taking about what you're doing, because your third dimensional self has a ton of power. We don't even know what our brain is capable of, but we do know that like our thoughts have a ton of power, right? If you look at the law of attraction, it wasn't all a fifth dimensional space, right? Because lasting change doesn't fully happen when you're just in one dimension. Lasting change doesn't happen when you just implement something at work. Like think about it that way. If you just implement eating healthy while you're at work, but you eat a ton of junk food when you come home or on the weekends, you're not going to change, right? Like there's not going to be lasting really powerful change. It's the same exact thing when we talk about anything else in our life, any, like even doing the work in our fifth dimensional space of doing, you know, um, spiritual work, you can't do spiritual work without engaging the third dimension. And, you know, I, I, I had this, when I was having this conversation, the, the person was talking to me about like, well, there's distortions on a fifth dimensional level that can be cleared on a fifth dimensional level. And I will agree to some point that there are things that, you know, are, could be generational or ancestral that we may not be fully aware of that could be healed without our conscious awareness. But what is when we truly make a change of something that's a pattern so deep inside us, we have to have a conscious recognition of that. We have to have a conscious understanding that we're doing that pattern to be able to shift it. We have to use the power of our brain, the power of our thought, right? Like I was saying, law of attraction, it uses all these different aspects of ourself. It's not like, okay, just, you know, um, go into a meditative state and that's it. You, you're going to get what you want. No, you change your language. You change your thought process. We've got to use all these different aspects of ourselves to incorporate what we truly want and make this life what we want. Because Yes, if you believe that there you can come back in um you know you're reincarnated or you go through different lives which I absolutely do then it is important to do the work in different areas of you know in spirituality but it's also important to embrace this lifetime that we have now and enjoy the day to day enjoy the daily life enjoy being a human and going through that our process while we're here is to be a human and to fully embrace what it means to be a human. And some of that is discomfort, sadness, some of those unwanted emotions, anger, being in the unknown, right? All that stuff is not always fun and comfortable, but it's part of what it means to be a human. And you've heard me say this before, but every single emotion and feeling has a place in a healthy life. Every single one. You can't have a healthy life without anger. You can't have a healthy life without jealousy. You have to experience all these different things because then you understand what they are. And then you understand how to get what you want or how to create or accept or notice the abundance around you, right? So it's really powerful to embrace all these different aspects of ourselves. And what I'm inviting you to do today is really to watch your language, watch, you know, how you talk about your human self, watch how, when you're thinking about meditating and spirituality, allow it to be a fully 
embodied experience. Like we try to go to this place of where it's like out of body experiences and there's a time and a place, but also we need to make sure that we're fully present within our body and allowing our physical body to enjoy some of that strength. We're we are a human for a reason. Humans are strong. Humans are powerful. It's not just the spirit that lives inside of us that makes us powerful. There's a reason we are the way we are. And there's a reason that I always say every single different modality and way we should choose to accept and use because that is how we're supposed to grow. We're not supposed to just do this as a spiritual existence. We're not supposed to just do this as a human. We're supposed to do it holistically together. And that's where we can raise and come into the collective consciousness when we understand how to use our brain, our language, our physical body, that third dimension, the fourth dimension, and the fifth dimension all together to allow us to raise that vibration. That's when we make the lasting change. That's when we really dive into the importance of living a life and creating a life and showing up actively in your life. I will say that is one of the biggest things that I think is such a huge mistake that we make is that we try to dive too much into one dimension or aspect of ourselves, and then we don't show up actively in the other pieces of ourselves. And that is not helpful to us. Again, we are holistic beings. When you were at work, you are still yourself. When you were at home, you are still yourself. When you're with your friends, you're still yourself. When you're a mother, a daughter, a father, a brother, a sister, anything like that, you are still yourself. It is a piece of who you are as a whole. So remember that. It's the same thing with third dimension, fourth dimension, and fifth dimension. Yes, maybe in a bit more of a powerful way, but our job here is to integrate the following. Our job here is to integrate truly those pieces of ourselves and to become a holistic being. When we embrace our full potential, can you imagine what we would be capable of? So I invite you today to watch your language, watch how you separate yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it, but invite more connection. Because what did I say, right? It all starts with ourselves. When we're looking at how to connect and go through to our authentic selves and all these different things, We need to first start with ourselves. We need to first go inside. We need to let go of that external approach, that external divisions and come within ourselves to work on ourselves. Because when we work on ourselves and when we become better as our own self, then we allow better interactions to come in our lives. We allow how we show up to be very different. We allow others to raise, right? It's all about that collective consciousness. Again, we're trying to truly embrace each other and that collection. And when one grows, we all grow. And what do we have control over? Really nothing, but what do we have control over only? How we show up and act in our lives. What we do and how we show up and choose to act in our lives is what we have control over. So pay attention, enjoy your day and notice how you're showing up either in separation or you're showing up in really a unifying of yourself and others. I hope this was helpful for you guys today. I know it's a short and sweet episode, but really, really impactful. I invite you to listen to it again and really kind of absorb that deep meaning because it's so incredibly powerful. 
Um, and as always, please subscribe, rate, and review. I want to know what you guys think. Um, I want to know if there's any one specific you'd love to have on the podcast and any topics you would love us to dive deeper into. Um, as always, have a beautiful rest of your day. And thanks so much for spending some time with me today. Bye, guys. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Abundance Alchemist podcast. Don't forget to head over and grab your free self-love activation meditation at theabundancealchemist.com and hit subscribe here so you don't miss a thing. Until next time, sending you so much love.